Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome in here. Happy to have you on a Wednesday. Uh, there is so much going on today. Aside from all of the other things on our list, there's an asteroid that's apparently going to, like, destroy the Earth in 150 years. Could we do it Let sooner? Let me rephrase. The world. Yeah. Is, not just Earth. Is, is, is there any way to, to kind of bump that timeline up a little bit? Because I think some of us are ready. Are, are you feeling a little, anything I should know? <laughs> That's dramatic. You know. <laughs> wow. I, How was your morning? You, you just, you look around and the world has gone absolutely insane. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, you, you, you look around and you'll see a lot of bumper stickers out there that say giant asteroid 2024. Like, please <laughs> bring it on. Do you need semaphore flags? We can kind of direct you in, you know, the whole deal. But uh, uh, yeah. Do you uh, want some time here we, to <laughs> vent just, about some things? We just, need, we just need one. One more thing to go wrong. It's like, really, the asteroid? Okay, fine, sure, whatever. <laughs> so we'll get to that coming up a little bit later. Um, we joke, but they have NASA has unveiled more details about this asteroid. It won't be our problem in 150 years, but it'll be somebody's problem. So sure. we'll, we'll get to that coming up later. Uh, but we do start, again, just to kind of update where things are um, on Israel and just kind of going through some of the latest updates. Last night, uh, there was a gas problem where they ran out of... Uh, electricity. There was an electricity problem because the power plant went out because they didn't have gas to fuel it. Right. And and so, yeah, what little power they were able to have is now also gone as, I mean, shelling continues in both directions. Uh, it, now, what's interesting about this is, and it's it's odd the way that this happened last night, because I got home and it was kind of, you know, talking with my wife a little bit and, and both of us updating each other on what we had seen and heard during the day. And she said, you know, we, we've got now these two carriers, one that's already in the region and one that's headed there. Is anybody else doing the same thing? And I said, you know, that's a great question. I haven't heard a word about that. And within an hour, not only did we hear that the Brits are now sending a strike group into the uh, eastern Mediterranean, but that the Greeks are now so are now also it, it, it's hard to tell, I mean, because of the proximity there, you know, that that uh, eastern side of Greece is not all that far from the Mediterranean coast of Israel. So it's hard to tell if they're positioning themselves in more of a defensive, okay, whatever you guys want to do, fine, just keep it away from here, or if they're getting actively involved in this. But it does show that there's more interest in this elsewhere in the world than just U.S. interests. Um, the other thing I'm hearing about this morning is questions about Iran's involvement. And it sounds like we don't think so. And it would be to our benefit for that not to be true mm-hmm. also. So that would be good if that were the case. I Just a random question about this, um, because I'm starting to hear about other countries that are pulling their people out. Are we? 
Yeah. Are we pulling our, our people out? The the advice has been there from the State Department for a few days, but has it been uh, like an airlift or any kind of an effort to go get people out? Evacuation? No, no not, okay. not at this point. Uh, could that happen? Sure. Uh, I, I think the, the chances at this point are probably pretty slim because, the as I said, the advice from the State Department is, hey, if, if you can get home, you might want to consider doing that. Uh, but there's so much territory, in including for the most part, Jerusalem itself, that are relatively uninvolved in this. And then there was a story that I saw at a Fox News last night. Maybe this is me not knowing enough about the military. Would totally be understandable if I didn't. Mm -hmm. But there was a story at a Fox News that, that indicated that the U.S. Air Force seems to not be clear on which of its members are still in Israel and they're using this personnel accountability and assessment system to get a head count of all its members in their head counts. One thing, like you're just kind of counting to make sure everybody's accounted for. Right. It seems like they don't know who is there and who's not. Well, and, and that may be explainable too in that what it wasn't real clear about is, are they talking about people who are supposed to be not only active duty, but like actively involved? Are they talking about people right. who are on leave? Um, you know, you, you, you do get those on occasion and sure. I mean, people are going to travel when they're on leave. Uh, you have the ability to do that. So are they just trying to get an assessment of, okay, of the people who are not actively on duty at the moment, where are they all? And are any of them in Israel right now? Uh, or is it something a little bit more than that? Where, like you said, it does make it seem a little incompetent. Like where's all our people? Uh, yeah. Shouldn't somebody have an accounting of that somewhere? Like the families, I would understand. Yeah. It makes sense to me if you wouldn't know where the families of all of your people are. I get that. That's a lot to keep track of. It's just weird to see the text message that went out because that's how they do this. Uh, and anybody that they are trying to keep track of gets a text message and it says, good morning, AFPAS accountability. That's the acronym. Uh, this is not an exercise. Please report back um, at 1500 hours today with a one for yes, that your member or family listed is in the GAOI, which is what they're for Israel or two for no, that the member or family is not, they, they just, they want a one or a two. Mm -hmm. Are you accounted for or not? Right. Yeah. And that even, even the wording on that seems to indicate that they're talking about people who are on leave rather than people who are active duty and their families. Yeah. They want to know who's where are, are we going to have to get anybody out of there if we need to? So we'll keep an eye on that today. I, I'm not aware of any formal updates that we're going to get from the white house, but if we, if we hear anything, we'll certainly pass that on to you. A couple of quick story updates uh, to get to here. Um, so we talked about the story. Was it just last week? This woman, the 104-year-old woman that was trying to attempt um, the oldest skydive record yes. in the Chicago suburbs, she died yeah, at 104. It, just a couple of days later, and she did make the jump. Now, it still hasn't been certified, I guess, by Guinness. They're waiting for that, but it would surprise me if it wasn't. I mean, that, that, that just sounds like paperwork to me. And, I, I mean, it, sure, it's sad that this woman who just found fame and just found you know news acclaim is now gone just a couple of days afterward. But I mean, in a way you could look at that and say, what a great last act. Um, yeah, I mean, she's a hundred was a hundred four. That wouldn't be a shock to anyone. I mean, she's died in her sleep, you know, as, as you would expect her to do um, at the Brookdale Lakeview senior living community where she had been staying. She was found Monday morning. I guess it was just because she was so energetic and animated at that dive. 
and it was really funny just the detail that we talked about about someone having to help her up out of her wheelchair and into the airplane and someone you <laughs> know not having the whole deal yeah and the walker and all that kind of stuff she just had so much energy about it that it's just it's funny how life works yeah and maybe it is the kind of thing that this is what she was waiting for you know she wanted to do this she wanted to accomplish this and she did it her work was done and with that um mary lou retton is in intensive oh, care yeah. uh, the olympic gold medalist who was like one of the first big names growing up that i knew out of the olympics anywhere i mean just one of the only names that i knew as a kid uh she is in intensive care battling pneumonia and she does not have medical insurance which is stunning uh yeah you wonder how how that could possibly happen with all of the organizations that she's been a part of over time i mean not just the olympic team but after that i mean she's done so much philanthropic work uh she's been active it's not like mary lou yeah. retton ever just kind of faded into the background um and and it's curious because they said it's a very rare kind of pneumonia and i haven't seen exactly what it is yet but keep in mind, I mean, that's the kind of thing that that's how we lost Jim Henson of the Muppets was to a kind of pneumonia that they, they weren't really ready for. And he didn't know he was as sick as he was until he was gone. So, yeah, it can be very serious. The other thing that, that caught my eye about that is that she's been in intensive care for a week. For a week, yeah. Unable to breathe on her own. And we didn't know. I mean, they, no. they kept this quiet for a fairly long time until family finally came out and made a stay. Now, they, they can do whatever they want. I mean, her, mm -hmm. her private life and, and her private health concerns are her. I'm not knocking the family for doing that, but it is interesting that up till now, nobody knew anything. And then all of a sudden, this bombshell news comes out. And the fact that they said she's fighting for her life. She's yeah. 55 years old and probably in better shape than any of us has ever been in. And again... All of everything you just said is terrifying to me, right? We just talked about um, Michael Chiarello that died of the allergic reaction. And, yes. and, and it was the same thing where they, the family still doesn't know what the reaction was. That, and, and they'll probably never know what he reacted to. But I think he was 61 um, and just had, you know, fatal anaphylaxis. I mean, it was just, and this is scary too. I mean, the last person you are going to think is going to die of pneumonia. I mean, it's it's not cancer. It's not, you know, it's something that you sort of feel like you're going to feel coming on and that if you're in, in good shape and you're healthy, you're not going to have. But the age of 55 and to not be able to breathe on your own now doesn't look good. No, indeed. Uh, somebody on the text line mentioned that she went through a divorce not all that long ago. That may explain some of it. If it was a case of her insurance was through her husband and they got divorced and she just thought, you know what? I'm, I'm young. I'm 52. I'm healthy. Everything's fine. And now here she is 55 and ostensibly at the, at the, uh, at the word of her family on death's door, potentially uh, just hoping for the best for her because I mean, what a bright personality, what, and and what a great i mean she was the first woman ever on a wheaties box which i realize is like i mean it's, it's not like an award or anything but still uh -huh. that says something i mean she was somebody who broke down barriers so definitely wishing for the best not only for her but for her family yeah we'll see um if we hear anything more out of that it's just a serious bummer here to be hearing about that this morning all right we'll take a break coming up i want to talk about this wreck that happened yesterday um you have what is being described as an elderly driver who ran a red light and was speeding and caused a wreck. Get into the details of this coming up next year on KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Okay, I am a little annoyed at the lack of detail on a couple of things. 
about this wreck, but I still want to talk about it that happened um, midday yesterday. It was about 12.20 p.m. For a couple of obvious reasons. Uh, the driver, and I'm going to say this driver caused this because he's the one that was speeding and ran the red light, is described as being elderly. And I don't know what that means exactly. At what age do we call someone elderly? But given the conversations that we have about people of a certain age driving, I have questions about this. And this was on um, Westbound Bannister Road and 71 Highway. Police said the driver of a black Lexus RX 350 was speeding westbound on Bannister, failed to stop for a red light, clipped a black Chrysler 200 that had the green light and was trying to make a left turn on eastbound Bannister. The Lexus also hit the front of a Suzuki that was in the right lane of the exit ramp, and that caused the Lexus to go off the roadway and overturn multiple times. It was the elderly, uh, elderly driver of the Lexus, had critical injuries, no major injuries to the other two drivers here. Speeding and running a red light? Yeah. What's going on midday? Uh, yeah, I mean, is it just inattentiveness? Is is there something else going on there? And you're right. I mean, the the fact that you know elderly really doesn't tell you much, and there's a chance that that has absolutely nothing to do with the wreck, but there's right. the chance that it has everything to do with the wreck. You know, we don't know. Uh, so it's an odd detail to include without further explanation of why that's included. I mean, if, and, it, if it had been, you know, a 25-year-old driver who did exactly the same thing, would we mention that? And where, who said it first? Yeah. One, that that's what I'm talking about for a second, because one would assume this was KCPD. So one would assume that that's where media is getting their information is that KCPD is who said elderly. Why say elderly? Mm -hmm. Why not get to, there's, there's more to that in my mind. Police choose their words very carefully, yes. right? This is not something we get flipping about. And they're not giving the age but they said elderly. And to your point, if it was a 25-year-old driver, they'd just say 25. If it was a 16-year-old driver, they'd say teenager maybe, but they'd tell us how old. Yeah, and in that case, uh, yeah, right. I mean, with a 25-year-old, they may not mention it at all. I mean, age may not right. even enter, enter into whatever was in the report. But right. If it, but if it was a 16-year-old driver, then it's giving the impression that his age and inexperience behind the wheel may have contributed to what happened. And when you say elderly driver in that same context, it gives the impression that their age had something to do with the cause of the wreck, even though that's not explored. Right. And I don't, again, police, especially when talking with the media, choose their words carefully. And so, yeah, that's what I read into it. I thought you chose that word to tell us something that maybe isn't official and you don't know for sure, but you want to put the dots out there yeah. without connecting them? Because to my mind, it could be as simple as some guy was speeding and ran a red light. Uh, right. When you, when you add in that other detail that seems to be unconnected, then it makes it makes the connection in our minds. I mean, it's, it's designed to do something. And like you said, very few of those things are worded without great care. You know, here's something interesting. I'm glad you asked the question the way you did as to what exactly is it that defines elderly. Somebody on the text line just said elderly is anybody 60 plus. Did you see what they said before that? Uh, 40 to 60 is middle aged. Yeah. Okay. Ouch. Uh, yeah. We'll come back to that later. See, now I would have thought middle aged is probably start 50. 
is somewhere in there, you know. Um, but it's always it, going to be older than however we are. Yeah, no, always. Okay, well, so <laughs> one of us is anyway. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I, that idea of of sixty plus. I mean, to, to take somebody who's sixty years old and say elderly, I would have said seventy five. Um. Yeah, that's a good nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. If you want to get on that, yeah, elderly. Some. I use my mom as the example. My mom will turn 71 this weekend on mm -hmm. Saturday. It's hard to think of my mom as elderly because she is so not what comes to mind yeah. when you hear the word elderly. We I use, mean, she has more energy than I ever will. We, we, right. And, and we use euphemisms. Right? We're like, she's older. Right. Older. <laughs> older not <than> what? old. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Not old. Uh but but elderly, it, it is. It's such an evocative term. It brings to mind, at least for me, I can't speak for anybody else, but when somebody says elderly, I think um, not as as able as they used to be. There's yes. more to it than just age. It has to do with your ability, your mobility, and yes. your thought processes, and, and just that slowing down that comes with age. Elderly brings that to mind for me. Yes. And if you want to argue and, and throw out some different terminologies, I think the conversation's kind of interesting. John, tell me about this car, this this Lexus RX 350. Is it a car? Because one of the things that came to mind to me was, was this like a midlife crisis car? That's what my dad got at one point. Like, you know, and the, when I hear speeding and running a red light, one of my thoughts was, did you just get this car and it goes really fast? Yeah. And you're taking it out for a spin? Um, yeah, it's it's not a sports sedan. Uh, the, the RX350, if I remember right, is a, a small SUV, but it's a sport SUV. Okay. I mean, so yeah, it, um, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to and nothing's springing right to mind. But it, it is, um, you know, it's a, it's a five-door, so it's got the hatch in the back and the whole deal. Um, and it's a, a four-door aside from that. But it's not big and huge and lumbering like some SUVs are. It's it's very lithe and very sporty and uh, probably has a decent-sized engine in it as well, although I've never okay. driven one. So maybe it fits that bill of, of being it that It doesn't sound like of, it does. Uh, yeah. And I that's mean, fine. It's, it's not a sports car, not by any okay. means. He didn't get a new Porsche and decide, is it Porsche or Porsche? <laughs> Porsche, yeah. I always say it wrong. Um, he didn't get a new Corvette and decide to go out and take it for a spin. That, no. That's not what this was. But it is significant that both of the cars that he hit were significantly smaller than that SUV. Um, and he was the one and, who was critically and injured. he was the one that was critically injured. Yeah, that Suzuki. Uh, what was the model number again? I'm, I'm trying uh, to find on it. A second. it. Suzuki. Was, SX4? Yeah, the SX4. That's a teeny tiny little car. That's one of the, the little hatchbacks. And the other one was a Chrysler 200. Yeah, and I used to drive a Chrysler 200. It's, it's a four-door sedan, but again, it's a sports sedan, so it's not real big. If you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798. Maybe I'm reading too much into the word elderly, and maybe I'm just becoming too aware of people driving at that age, because it's something I need to think about now um, with my family. But it... Um, when you run a red light and you're speeding, I think, did you not see it? I don't want yeah. you speeding anyway, but did you not see the red light? Right. Or was it a yeehaw kind of moment where it's like, don't uh -huh. tell me where to stop. Um, somebody else just said middle-aged online is listed as 40 to 60. Well, if it's on the internet, it must be true. So I guess, <laughs> I guess there you go. Congratulations, Jamie. You're officially middle-aged. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Stop saying that, everybody, on the text line. Stop <laughs> saying it's 40 to 60. At least put it at 45 and give me a couple months before I have to worry about it. Come there on, come go. on. Humor me, if nothing else. All right, phone lines are ringing. Uh, we'll take a break here. We'll get to your calls on this next on KMBZ.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talk about this wreck that happened yesterday, about 1230 p.m. on westbound Bannister Road and U.S. 71 Highway. Uh, you have what is being described as an elderly driver, and I assume that's KCPD that described them that way because I'm not seeing the age anywhere, was driving a Lexus RX 350. Police said he was speeding westbound on Bannister Road, failed to stop for a red light, clipped a Chrysler 200 that had the green light and was making a turn. Then the Lexus also hit a Suzuki tiny little one that was in the right lane of the exit ramp. We're taking issue a little bit with the word elderly and what what age that fits and keep in mind that driver that elderly driver was the only one with injuries and it was critical sure and even if we're going to go by the definitions of 40 to 60 60 to whatever then there's a giant chasm for most people between 60 and 85 so if you're going to put that detail in there yeah you're probably better off putting the age off to diane and leavenworth we go hello diane good day good morning you too howdy howdy Listen, I'm telling you what, I'll be 73, and y'all are probably, what, close to 50 in your 40s? Yeah, you're thank you. Happy. Thank you for that, but I left 50 in the rear view a couple of years back, so. Well, still, you're just halfway there. Most yeah. people are living until they're damn near 100. Right. And so, you know, but to call somebody elderly and, and not giving up their age, well, hell, I can outrun half my grandkids. I'm sure you can outrun uh-huh. me, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I, they should have given up the age because the kids don't call me elderly. They call me, Mom, you're getting older, you know? Yeah, older. So take care of yourself, and and I just, I just think they should have given the age because... You know, I say elderly. I think of old folks' homes, and and like I said, well, I don't tell kids pillow over my face because you ain't gonna put me in one. <laughs> Good for you, Diane. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. yeah. That's that's exactly what I was talking about. Is that it? It comes. The elderly is a word that comes with baggage. 
<laughs> yes, it yes, it comes with yes, more baggage is the right word, yeah. and none of it's good. Somebody who lives in a in a convalescent center or an old folks home, and you know, and walks with a walker and has trouble getting around, and I mean, and I know none of that is in the the denotation of the word, but it is in the connotation. Hold on, let's look up definition. Oh, <laughs> uh -oh here we go. What does Webster say? Elderly is yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um. Oh, it's not a very lengthy, why can't they just give me of a person old or aging is um, the very simple definition. Well, I knew that. Dear dictionary, we're all aging unless we're dead. <laughs> Do better. That doesn't tell me a whole lot. Seven-year-olds are in fact aging. They will be eight soon. Yes. Um, so it's possible that KCPD will, I, I looked for an accident report. I don't know if KCPD releases accident reports i don't know how that happens it's possible that at the time the story was done they didn't know like they hadn't gotten that far yet That's because he true. was critically injured and was taken to a hospital sure and i mean you'd figure that they would always look for a license or other form of identification just so they know who it is but right. uh, yeah they they may not have gotten there by the time the report was written yeah i love this the text line says elderly is 20 years older than you <laughs> yeah okay I, I can go along with that yeah so you never quite get there but everybody older than you does but but you know the second definition and this is what i mean and i'm glad they put this in there that first uh definition is old or aging or of a person old or aging second definition is showing signs of age that's what i mean that's the baggage right there okay it's funny when you first said that i thought well i'm showing signs of age well yeah i mean to, to a degree we all do but i mean I, uh -huh. I i think they're talking about showing the ravages of age showing negative <laughs> you know negative things that are happening to you because you're getting older like we said before slowing down or you know pulling muscles while you're asleep that sort of thing mm -hmm. you know it's like i wake up in the morning and you go oh man oh, you mean the fact that my that neck happen? hurt yesterday morning when i woke up oh that? yeah yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, it's just weird. And and then, and I know we've talked some about this before, there is also the fact, um, I had a conversation about this this morning, as a matter of fact, that when we were young, and, and I, I still, I would love to know if this is an internal mechanism or an external mechanism, that when we were young, old people looked old, and now they don't. I, I mean, you see this all the time where they'll say, Here's a picture of, oh, who's the one they always use? Um, oh, the one that was in Austin, the first Austin Powers movie. I can't remember her name for the life of me. Um, Elizabeth something. Elizabeth Hurley. And they'll show her because she's oh, like yeah. 60 now or somewhere mm -hmm. close to it. And mm -hmm. she's just incredible looking. And she doesn't look. When I was young, a 60-year-old woman was bent over and had, you know, gray hair and, and mm -hmm. we walked with a walker and all that. And it's like. And then we look at Paul Rudd blowing the curve for all of us. <laughs> it's you know? funny. I even, I even think about it in my family. Um, I'm trying to compare, again, like my mom versus my grandparents, yeah. like what my grandmothers looked like at her age. Sure. No, 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 no. My mom looks 20 years younger than my grandmothers did when they were 70. Yeah, my mom lived longer than her mother did. But when I was a little kid, and my grandmother lived for, oh, I don't know, I was probably 24, I think, when mm -hmm. she died. So, but when I was a little kid, my grandmother looked like a little old lady. My mom never yeah. looked like a little old lady. So... Uh-huh. It's it it is it's a strange thing. Uh but yeah, I mean, there's always that piece of you that goes, do they just not look old to me cuz I'm old now? <laughs> is that why? Cuz it it seems like there there might be some sense to that too. But there is that meme that's going around 
that you know with a current picture of Paul Rudd, who yeah. is who is now older than Wilfred Brimley was <laughs> when Wilfred Brimley made the movie Cocoon. Wow, where okay. he looked like an eighty-year-old man, you know, and granted movie makeup, but still, he looked like an old. He always looked like an old guy. It's funny because now I'm thinking about this is something I, we need to move on from, so I'll stop thinking about it this way. But um, I am thinking about so when my mom was forty-four. I would have been in high school and I think it's because we have a hard time imagining ourselves being older. Yeah. And I'm trying to picture what I look like compared to what my mom looked like, looked like at 44. And I want to think I look better than she did because I don't want to consider myself to be of the age that's getting older, but also we're kind of better at looking better now than we used to be. Sure. We just have more tools at our disposal than yep. we used to. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And and even with the you know the Hollywood makeup thing, I mean there was a time when uh who was it? Betty Davis, I think, uh who made something of a comeback in horror movies late in her career and late in her life as a matter of fact when she was in her 80s, but she looked like a little old lady, you know? And she was one of the in the 40s was one of the most beautiful women on the planet, but she aged and we just don't seem to do it as much anymore you're right uh, a lot of it probably has to do with makeup and just living better and we'll get to your calls in a sec on the uh, and and the alternate of that is when we see and we seem to do this a lot more with women but on the alternate when we see women and we've talked about this um bridget fonda was the latest one that we talked about when when we see a woman oh yeah who looks not 20 years younger than their age, we think they're old. <laughs> yeah. We well, think they look old. And Bridget Funda also gained a lot of weight. And so there were right. people that Which were going, oh, we associate. look at her now. And it's like, yeah, she looks like a woman. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah leave her alone. Um, but, you know, uh, what a lot of it might have to do with, too, is the fact that, you know, back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and even into the 70s, half of the population smoked. Yes. And that, I mean... That, that is one thing you can tell if you walk into an old folks home and you look around, you can tell who smoked just by looking at them. Yeah. I mean, it makes your skin gray uh, and, and all of that stuff. And it just it uh, so you know, maybe that's got something to do with it, too, is not only just living better, but eating better. And very few of us smoke anymore. Somebody on the text line says Jennifer Aniston is the same age as Dorothy was in the Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. 54 is how old Jennifer Aniston is right now, and she looks stunning. Yeah. And, and B. Arthur, cow. yeah, B. Arthur must have been around there uh, when they were making the Golden Girls. And and the, the woman that played Sophia was actually the youngest one on the cast. Yep. Yep. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to do the math on the B. Arthur thing because I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time sitting with that. Uh, we can go to the phones here. Uh, we can go to Bill in the Northland. Hey, Bill. Hey, I wanted to just talk about, uh, it's kind of funny this matches up with your guys' uh, topic the other day about how, what is it What is it like getting to somebody's age who passed, who was a loved one of yours. But yes. Yeah. On, on that same note, you know, I, um, I remember when my mom was my grandma's age at 67, and, and I was like, Mom, you don't look like my grandma was when she passed at 67. And then this year, my uh, wife and I are 19 years together, and this year is the year that she turned the age my mom was when we met wow so that was kind of weird to go you know you're to my wife hey you're you're the same age mom was and you look so much <laughs> younger than she seemed to be whenever we were that age right it, it does it, it keeps going it's like whatever that curve is uh the it, the age at which we look old keeps getting farther and farther off into the distance i know exactly That's what right. you mean 
It's, Bill, thank you. Yeah, there, there's there's another one of the memes going around on Facebook right now that just says, boy, it's weird being the same age as old people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or as our parents were at yeah, one point. Right. So this was accurate. Jennifer Aniston is 54. B. Arthur was 53 when the Golden Girls started. When it started, yeah. And that what, what did that show run for, seven, eight years, something like that? Uh, From 1985 until 1992. Yeah, yeah. eight years. Wow. Okay, that puts it in perspective. Yes, because they don't look, they look a generation apart Definitely. at that point. Mm. All right, if you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798. Uh, still to come this hour, T-Mobile may be making some changes to talk about. We'll get to that coming up here in KMBZ. Coming up in the next hour, we'll talk about the story out of Olathe, where we have a teacher who has been fired over some TikTok videos. Get to that coming up in the next hour here. You are, you have T-Mobile, don't you, John? Yes, I do. So you in particular are going to care about this leaked memo that came out about some changes maybe coming to T-Mobile. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and this one is a little strange. Um, and I'll tell you what I mean. According to the folks at phonearena.com, there was a leaked memo that came out uh, October uh, the, 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 in October, uh, October 17th. If you're a T-Mobile customer, you're going to start getting an email from the company that's going to explain your new plan. According to uh, Phone Arena, they said the carrier told CNET that there will be an increase of approximately $10 per line as they migrate plans to other plans. What's weird about this to me is that they, they have a picture of the memo itself talking about what your plan is now and what you're going to be migrated to. Usually when this happens... They're getting rid of a bunch of old plans. They're just not yeah. offering that anymore. So yep. instead of the old plan that we don't offer anymore, we're going to move you to this one. And sometimes your price goes up commensurate with that. What's odd about this one is that they're migrating people on lower plans than yours to your plan as they migrate you away from your plan to a higher one. So everybody's just getting bumped up the chain which makes you wonder, well, why can't I just stay with my old plan if it's something you're still offering? This makes my head spin because admittedly I have a sore spot from Evergy. Okay. And having, yeah. to, and, and having to, to change plans. So anytime someone talks to me about you're on this plan and then you have to figure out like what plan then fits where you are, my head spins. These and are, this makes my head spin. These are more automatic than that. So uh, I happen to be on the magenta plan. <laughs> okay, sure. The, what, is, the, what, what does that mean? The regular I, one? I have no idea. Yeah, it's kind of in the middle. Um, not the 55 plus one? Not No, no not the 55 plus one. I haven't gotten there yet. I didn't so, know it was an age thing. I didn't know yeah. what 55 plus meant. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> I don't have T-Mobile. So the, 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 I'm on the magenta plan, which means that according to this memo, I'm going to be migrated to the Go 5G plan. But people who are now on the simple choice or select choice plan will be migrated to the magenta plan that I'm currently on. So mm -hmm. if it's still there, can't I just stay there? I wonder and if I don't want to be migrated. The, people on the one plan are going to your plan. So people on higher plans yep. than yours are going to that one as well. Right. So it, it does seem they're eliminating some of them. But if they're not eliminating my plan, why am I being moved? Um. So do you know what the details of the new plans are nope. and how closely they mirror what you have? No, no idea. Now, I can probably This look. is insanity. Yeah, um, it, well, because that Go 5G plan that they're moving me to, apparently, mm -hmm. um, is not a current plan. So that's one they're inventing. 
and they're okay. just moving everybody who's either on one plan or Magento or Magenta 55 Plus to the Go 5G plan. Although there's apparently a Go 5G 55 Plus too, which probably means you get a discount for being older. Oh, okay. I cannot stand when I understand why they do it every so often, but this, like right now, I'm researching auto insurance. This is like the area of life management that makes me crazy that I hate doing is when you have to, like when you settle on a thing about your life, especially with stuff like this, and then you have to change it. Yeah. Like so much effort and research goes into that in the first place. And you got to do something different. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the first time I ever ran into that, it was with a credit card because this was back, oh, 2007, 2008, somewhere there, right before the crash. And I, I had a card that I loved because it was a fairly low interest rate. It was like a 7.9% uh, a interest rate or something like that. And the credit card company called me and they said, yeah, um, you have that 7.9% that interest rate. Uh, and I said, yes, yes, I do. Thank you very much for that. And they said, well, <laughs> we're, we're not offering that rate anymore. Not, not, oh. not we're just going to you know, charge you more money. Just, no, we're not offering that rate anymore. And I said, okay, well, what does that mean to me? Because I have a fixed rate card. And that's when mm -hmm. I found out that fixed rate card is a lie. <laughs> there is no such thing. It's fixed as long as they want it to be fixed. And then when they don't want it to be fixed anymore, they charge you more. So did they, I assume they raised it? Oh, yeah. They raised What's it to the like 14.9. By oh, by a lot. Yeah, it went up to did like 14.9. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Wow! Yeah, it was okay. like it was like almost double. Did you keep the card? No, I, I ended up paying that one off and just shutting it down. That's where I say, okay, that's or just never use it. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of cards like that that which, don't have a fee that I just never use. Which, by the way, if you can pull it off, is a reason to do Jamie as you do, which is never carry a balance over month to month. First yeah. of all, obviously that saves you interest. Uh, but the other thing that does is when they start messing with you like that. Mm -hmm. usually what they'll tell you is, yeah, well, we can do that because you're carrying a balance month oh, to month. So, okay. And they know most people don't have the money to be, if you're carrying a $20,000 balance on a credit card, no, right. no, no, not a lot of us can write a check for 20 grand to write it off. So right. it, when they tell you, yeah, we're raising the rate on your fixed rate credit card and you balk, they say, well, just pay it off then. Wow. And so they assume you can't. Yep. Because you're carrying a balance, they in, look at your history. But in that case, thank you. Haven't I could? Yeah, I just moved it to other cards. Wow. Um, yeah, I was just chatting with um, American Express the other day with questions about a bonus, and they they were like, "Yeah, can we also, you know, t tempt you with a lower interest rate of what?" I, and I didn't even pay attention. I didn't even look to see what it was mm -hmm. because I just went back to them and said, "If you look at my history." I have never carried a balance on this card. Yeah, your interest ever. rate means nothing to me. It could be yeah. 115%. It wouldn't make any difference because I never pay any. Yeah, and if you just raise that, the, what will happen then is I'll just keep the card but never use it. Yeah. Um, because it's, um, can I, I want to whine about how your credit is figured here for a second. <laughs> yes. Um, because my understanding is that if you cancel a card, it affects your credit yes, because the amount of available credit you have goes down. Correct. So, yeah, if, if you're better off, if there is no fee, no annual fee on the card, you're better off doing what you just said, throwing it in a drawer and forgetting it exists. What I'm also learning, and I think I knew this already, but I'm becoming more annoyed by this, is that um, like I'm shopping for a new sign-up bonus, as I tend to always be doing. Mm -hmm. And I applied for a couple that I didn't get. It's the first time I've been rejected. 
ever. I applied for two and was rejected. Wow. This was a couple of nights ago. And the reason is because I got too many this year. They're looking at it going, yeah. you're just shopping around for sign-up bonuses. We're onto your game. You're going to have to wait a little while. And every time you, every time somebody pulls a credit sheet mm-hmm. on you, which they do every time you apply for a card, that's also a negative hit on your credit. Now, yeah, now it's in not your major. Case, right, and in your case, it probably doesn't mean anything, but, the, but you're right. They know what you're doing, and they don't want you to do it. It was annoying, though, it, and, it, and it was immediate. It was three points per check that it went down. Yeah. Um, I, I just completely annoyed at that. Like, ding me if, um, well, like, because some credit cards I've, I've applied for and they'll even say, we will see if you are eligible for this without running a credit check. Like, we'll just kind of look first and give you an answer yeah. before we do an official credit check. So. And if they do look deeply into it, the credit card companies don't want somebody like you. No. Honestly. No, they really they, don't. They, they don't, don't make money off me. No, they don't make a dime off of you. In fact, they lose money on you because you pay your balance off every month because you never pay them interest. They want somebody who carries a balance over and over and over so that they can continue to charge them interest. So if they look deeply into your credit report and they see you've never missed a payment and you've never held a balance over, they're looking at you going, no. <laughs> no. We're not giving you anything. I hope that's not why I've been rejected for it. I, I was really annoyed. This is because, yeah. And then there was one a month ago that I was rejected for too, for the, for the exact same reason. I opened, I think, I went on quite the spree this spring and I think I opened five cards in April. And I'm done, and I've hit all the bonuses now. So now I'm shopping. And I think they look at that and go, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Boy, Five is enough. I, this is a new one on me, but I don't doubt it for a minute. Somebody just texted in and said, my credit score dropped 20 points when I finally paid off my student loan. Stinks. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you, just stinks. you did something good. We're going to punish you yeah. for it. Well done. It's also amazing how your credit score affects so many other things. Like, again, I'm shopping around for, for car insurance and. They're at, they ask for your credit score. I mean, they, yeah. they run a credit check to see, and I, I, I assume the higher your credit, that affects like what you're going to be charged. Yes. Um, that's, we've talked before about like your credit score is a weird thing that doesn't necessarily indicate how you are in your financial life all the time. Right. So, yeah, there, there's no navigating it. But the moral to this story is if you're on T-Mobile, get ready to pay more in a couple of months. Sorry, quite the quite the little rabbit hole we went down there. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we'll take a break here. Coming up the next hour again, we'll talk about this Olathe teacher. Should this teacher have been fired over these TikTok videos? That's to come here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.